Lord, you've given us this wonderful invitation. This is the resting place. Let the weary rest. This is the place to be refreshed. And we're hungry to come, Father, to embrace all that you have in store for us. Come aside a while and consider my sovereignty. So far from being a distant concept, this is manna to your soul and truth to bring repose to weary hearts and minds. I am sovereign. This is the bedrock of everything in all creation. I am before all things, and in me all things hold together. The more you dare to believe this, the more it will focus your gaze on the Lamb upon his throne and keep you from being led astray by every wind and whim. So here we are, Lord, bombarded on every side by make-believe reality and the strictures of consumerist society, immersed by insistent mantras and populist slogans from governments and corporations and rights groups and movements. So many agendas and principles so much intolerance and fang-toothed, talon-clawed opposition. Lord, we need not just a moment's break from that, but an eternal resting place deep within our hearts. Forgive us when we allow these things to impinge so strongly on our senses that they weigh more heavily on us than the faith that perseveres by beholding the invisible. You're not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you should change your mind. Have you not said, and will you not do it? The day will come when your feet, Lord Jesus, will stand again upon the Mount of Olives, and your glory shall fill the whole world. My hand is on the tiller, and my purposes cannot fail. I stand alone, and who can oppose me? I do whatever I please, and none can gainsay my word. Come near, you nations, and listen. You people, hearken to all I have to say. I brought Israel up from Egypt, the Philistines from Crete, and the Syrians from Kir. It was I who delivered Israel from the tyranny of the pharaohs, the Baals, and of Babylon, and it is I who rescue you from your many scrapes. The rulers of the world conspire together against me, but my anointed one is king over all the nations of the world. I have given him the nations as an inheritance, yes, even those nations that rage so loudly against me. Not to us, Lord, not to us, but to your name be the glory, for your steadfast loving-kindness and for the sake of your truth and faithfulness. We are the inheritors of your kingdom, 
and we live and move in the peace and security that comes from following the Prince of Peace. The eyes of the arrogant will be humbled, and human pride brought low. The Lord Almighty has a day in store for all the proud and lofty, for all that is exalted, and they will be humbled. Yes, Lord, scatter all that is proud and lofty in the imagination of our hearts, and bring us to that deeper place of knowing that we are living and praying according to your will, not asking amiss by following our own desires, but increasingly conformed to the image of your Son, whose only desire is to do the will of the one who had sent him. Rather than looking wistfully at someone else's gifts and opportunities to serve, or bowing down at the shrine of our own achievements, we cry out with the psalmist, All our springs are found in you. You who did not spare your own and only son, do not spare us from your work of refining. Remove all bias and boasting from our hearts. Fashion within us a true and lasting humility, so that we are spared the fate of Aaron's foolish sons and Eli's licentious offspring. Keep us from becoming like Demas, who put love of worldly things ahead of serving you. Though you see many things that might make you despair when you indulge your woes and listen to your fears, and when your faults and failings shout aloud from the rooftops, never forfeit your eternal foundations on which the world has been procured. There is no such thing as salvation by worry any more than there could be by works alone. The fairest fruit comes when you admit your helplessness and look away to me. How can you truly be free in my presence if you fix your eyes on earthly things and seek honour, praise and approval more from one another than from me? From heaven you make us hear your voice to discipline us. You truly give and take away. Blessed be your name now and evermore. I am the sure foundation of your times, a rich store of salvation and wisdom and knowledge. And the key to this treasure is to be found in pressing in and onward, to know still more of me as I work all things together according to the counsel of my will, on behalf of those whom I have chosen from before the beginning of time itself. My foundation stands firm, sealed with this inscription. I know those who are mine, and everyone who confesses my name must turn away from wickedness. Those who believe and trust in the precious cornerstone of Christ need never be disturbed nor give way. 
You are the Alpha and the Omega, the architect of all, the potter who shapes and recreates all things for your pleasure. Keep us from the barnstorming of the enemy's thrusts and lies, swiftly acknowledging the things we need to repent of and identifying those inevitable surprise attacks that we need to rebuke. Grant us discernment to recognise your strong hand behind the things that come upon us, to know that even our very afflictions are no chance or random event, but deeply disposed and ordained of you. May we not be unsettled by our trials, but recognise, as Paul declares, that we were indeed destined for them. And if sometimes the measures you adopt feel extreme and the situations that we face feel daunting, we hold on in confidence that you intend to be glorified through our surrendered lives. You do not err in what you allow to come our way. Even when our soul is sore and pressed with sorrow, yet we have but to look to you to find you drawing near. And even though this newfound helplessness is not what we would have chosen, it's what you knew would be needed to complete the cycle of things which you intend us to overcome and to achieve and to turn from all the glorying and boasting in vain things that so characterise this present generation. It's not so much that you help those who help themselves, but rather that you help those who are most willing to confess how unable they are to help themselves. For whatever our outward limitations, our hearts and springs are at liberty to find their joy and freedom in you. Seated on high, you stoop so low to meet us where we are. No matter that we're just like worker bees, gathering but a fraction of a teaspoonful of honey, yet we are doing and seek to do all that you have commissioned us to do, as we look above and not at the things of this world alone. Lord, you're our refuge and we trust in you. You're fully committed to take all that we give you and to work it out in ways that lie far beyond our understanding. You ride on the clouds in your majesty and you come to our aid. Make us, each one of us, more patient in adversity, tossed no longer every which way by each fresh challenge, but pressing on to pursue the unsearchable riches that we have received in Christ. For though our ways are fickle and foolish, your throne is stable and strong, and your purpose is far-reaching, set and secure. Lord of our hearts, you alone know the days allotted to us. 
Direct the flow of what we do in those days according to your sovereign purposes. And just as you fine-tune and regulate every living thing in all creation, regulate the precious hours that you've entrusted to each one of us as we wait for your supreme and blessed hope to be revealed once more from heaven. You alone are our refuge, and your everlasting arms will never let us down. You've made our hearts a resting place beneath the shadow of your wings. My compassion is not dependent on what you do. Neither does my justice depend on human will or exertion. My compassion and mercy spring from my mercy seat. Seek my mercy on behalf of erring souls and nations, streets and towns and regions, careers and professions. My sovereignty is not blunted or diminished by your failures. I can yet rearrange the strands of your lives and ordain strength and fruitfulness even from the pits of your failure. Since nothing lies beyond my ability to redeem, can I not turn tragedy into triumph? I am and always will be, and those who submit to my leading will find themselves encompassed in my great purposes. Those who want to be my disciples must follow me because I desire my servants to be where I am. I will honor anyone who serves me. Listen only for my voice. This is the way and you must have the courage to embark upon it. Allow no foothold to the forces of fear and disappointment, for they have the power to shut out the awareness of my presence. Come to me afresh and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly of heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Lord, let me keep saying yes to your purposes. You've made known to me the paths of life, and you will fill me with joy in your presence. You reign over heaven and earth, and therefore I will give thanks to you at all times and in all places for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. For though your way is mysterious and leads through the sea where your footprints cannot be seen and it even leads through the whirlwind, your love is stronger than death and your desire for me is so much keener than mine for you yet always leading home to you. You're not a servant to do our bidding, and yet you allow us to inquire of you and you take into account the little that we offer you. Come in your glory and fill our hearts. 
Refresh our spirits with sweet cordial and living water from your heavenly streams. Lift us above our many limitations to embrace your limitless life, so that from that resting place, we in turn may cultivate faith and creativity in the hearts and lives of many. Shape the likeness of your Son in us, so that we do not miss out on any part of your wonderful, uplifting command to rejoice in you. Yes, to rejoice always in you. To rejoice always in you. For you, O oh God, are our eternal resting place. And we dwell under the shadow of your wings.